Did you ever anticipate feeling nostalgia for snow? If so, we have got a solution for you. Guess what? Theater Worth Park is blanketed in snow. Yes, snow. Theo happens to be one of the rare spots in Minnesota where you can truly embrace winter. Glide along the groomed trails on cross-country skis or treat yourself and your family to the thrill of zooming down a snowy hill. Again, Theo provides. In fact, it's providing so much this winter. The World Cup, tons of art in the park, the Luminary Lopet, and tons and tons and tons of nature programming. If you're lucky enough when you visit, you'll hear the voice or meet today's guest, Claire Wilson, the director of the Lopet Foundation. Her boundless enthusiasm is absolutely contagious, and the joy she radiates has given me a lasting boost that I know is going to stick around for a while. Enjoy. Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota, a conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Jody Gruen, and we do this for fun. Hi, Claire. Hi, Joni. Um, this is Claire Wilson from the Lopet Foundation. Everyone, you're familiar with this voice. I hope so. Uh, yes, most definitely. <laughs> um, so, Claire, I thought it would be fun for you and I to like riff, kind of go back and forth, maybe more you than me, but I can like pop in with ideas about the most perfect day at Theater Worth Park, maybe starting here at the trailhead, what that could look like here now that we are in the throes of winter. Absolutely, we are. Um, and it actually feels like winter here. It does. We have the winter. We are bringing the winter to Minneapolis. So let's talk about this perfect wintry day that you can have here at Theater Worth Park. Well, Jody, let's just start <laughs> with every day is perfect at Theater Worth well, Park. Well, this is true. Yes. <laughs> yes. Every day is perfect at the Trailhead. But right now we have um, a very beautiful two and a half kilometer ski loop. So I think it starts with coming in, renting a pair of our brand new skis. If you don't own skis, we have a brand new fleet of beautiful skis to rent. So getting yourself all outfitted, maybe getting a new hat with the Lopet uh, logo oh, on so it. Cute. Yes, yes, a cute new hat. Yep, yep. Get yourself all outfitted mm-hmm. um, and head out on the trails and they are in exceptional shape. I know that Folks who might be listening to this will look out their window and say, oh, it's brown and it's raining. And But we make snow here. We have a beautiful trail. It's all groomed. It's in great shape. I was just on it. So, you know, you go out, you go for your ski. Maybe you're new to skiing, so you take a little ski lesson from one of our great ski instructors who are grounded in equity and making things fun for beginners and welcoming. So maybe take a little ski lesson, go for a little ski Get yourself all juiced up and having fun. You may be a little warm or maybe a little you will chilly. Sweat. You will sweat. Yes. Even if it's cold, you will sweat. Yes. Um, so you'll work up a great sweat. And then, you know, maybe you've brought your kids with you and we have the tubing hill open so they can be tubing after their ski or maybe you're brave and want to So you're saying tubing. that a person could actually go down a hill on a device right now at Theodore Worth Park. Right now. At Theodore Worth Park, we have beautiful tubing lanes all ready for you so yes you can get on a tube and tube you can it is 
There is winter experiences happening right here, right okay. now. And everybody is jonesing for winter experiences. I know, people are so excited for it and they're so sad to be missing it. Yeah. So we really want to spread the word that you can bring that joy to your soul by coming here. Oh, the winter is here at Theater Worth Park. I would also say, too, I've been doing a lot of just trail walking, and the trails in general, too, are really nice for just a nature walk or something of that. We are so lucky this year because we are partnering with the Elway's Butler Wildflower Garden, and their naturalists are going to be on site here multiple times throughout the winter. So you can sign up to do knitting near nature and learn a little bit about the nature while you knit. You can do bird walking every Tuesday. We're going to have themed nature walks. And and then if you have little ones in your life, there's going to be nature story time here at the trailhead. So you can bring your pillow, come in your jammies, Aww. have nature snow t- story time. So yeah, even if, even if winter isn't your jam, yeah. we still have amazing nature opportunities out here because you know, this beautiful park has 975 acres of gorgeous wildness that is every bit as expansive and interesting in the winter as it is in the summer. So we are so excited to get people out there and learning about this beautiful habitat and the wildlife that surrounds us in the winter. Yeah, and you have this beautiful cozy building. Yes. So the programming, this nature programming happens both outdoors and indoors. Yes. And my understanding, too, is you not only have things for little ones, but you have some senior programming as well. Yes. You know, we were so lucky to get an age-friendly grant from the state. So we've been doing all kinds of interesting um, work to make sure that our programming is accessible to our, to our aging folks. Um, and in particular, folks who are aging on the north side. So we've had senior socials, we're having art classes, which have been very popular. So we're doing a hike and write, we're having a watercolor and be in nature class. Oh, cool. So um, we are really, really clear that we want to offer all ages, all abilities, all seasons. Okay, so there's this thing that I think is also really interesting about what you do here and that it is this like sort of intersection space of so much, including athleticism, elite athleticism, giving it a try, um, just new opportunities for people, inclusivity, art, um, great food, um, nature, all of this kind of stuff. Um, but I would love to like delve a little bit more into the art piece because that seems to be Absolutely. what I have noticed in your programming and what I've seen around here. One, there is a lot of artwork around. And two, it seems like I've seen creators around a lot more too. So, you know, this park is so inspiring. And I think it's inspired creativity. And it's true. We do, we do the elite athleticism. We do competitive sports. We do winter recreation, summer recreation. But we also have a lot of folks in the Twin Cities in general who are creative, who are artists. We are neighbors with Juxtaposition Arts, which, you know, does incredible work to get youth engaged in the arts. Um, and so we transformed a piece of the trailhead, a part of the trailhead, into an art gallery that has a rotating artist ex- displayed there. But we also have spaces outdoors that we are now being curated by artists. So we had a call for artists to put banner installations up, and we had this incredible response, and now mm-hmm. we're going to have seasonal <clears throat> banners that are painted by local artists. For the World Cup, which is going to happen on President's Day weekend here in the park, we are having installations from juxtaposition artists. We're having local Hmong artists who are doing art uh, art on our fences. Uh, 
the Heart of the Beast is going to be here with roving oh. puppets. Oh. We're going to have metal casting. So we are really joyfully incorporating art into everything. And then that's in addition to the classes I mentioned earlier where we're going to, you know, folks can come out and be in nature and then create something that reflects that experience. Oh, so cool. All right. So then those artists are going to get like international. A hundred percent. They're going to be, you know, we're making sure that a lot of the art is uh, positioned such that it'll be on the televisions because, mm-hmm. you know, this is an event that will be broadcast internationally. Um, and, you know, in some European countries, cross-country skiing is as popular as, you know, Monday Night Football is yeah. here. So we're talking about a lot of eyeballs on the park. Um, and we wanted to lift up our art community as much as our sporting community. So it's really turning out to be something very special. I just love what you value here. I mean, and you can feel it and you can hear it in your voice and I can see it in you as you talk. It's the real deal. Well, we are really excited to live out our values here. And, yeah. you know, they're anti-racism, inclusion, collaboration, play, growth, uh, stewardship. So it's been really phenomenal to have a staff in a community that believes in those values and lives out those values. Yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about the World Cup? Sure. All right. So, you know, this is something that the organization, the LOPIT, was going to host the World Cup in 2020, right? Uh, And COVID happened. And COVID really, this was the first major event that was canceled due to COVID. Um, So it was with a bit of trepidation that we agreed to do it again, um, or to attempt it again, I should say. But this is the first time in decades that this event has happened on U.S. soil. So this essentially, for folks who aren't familiar, we're not talking about World Cup soccer, though that would be very cool, but this is cross-country skiing (laughs) World Cup. So a little less popular in the United States, but still a very big deal. Mm -hmm. So we're going to welcome essentially Olympic-level athletes from all over the world here to ski on these trails in a public park. So it's really... um, Even for the World Cup skiing community, it's incredibly unusual to have this event in a public park, in a place where they're going to be flying through Oak Savannah while looking at downtown Minneapolis. You know, they are, the the ski community is psyched for this. Like the skiers, for anybody who's familiar with cross-country skiing, Johannes Klebo is like the king of cross-country skiing right now. He's probably one of the best cross-country skiers who's been in the world. And uh, his dad has been emailing us like about how excited they are to be mm. here. I mean, it is really... And of course, if you follow skiing, the U.S. ski team just had their best first period of World Cup skiing ever. And, you know, and they have said it's because they are so jazzed to get to come race here. Because can you imagine if you were like a Viking football player, but you never played in front of Minnesota fans? Oh, yeah. So that's what it's like for our U.S. athletes. They've never gotten to do their premier competition here in front of their friends and family. Yeah. So um, we've sold or reserved. We have over 35,000 tickets reserved. We're, we are, we're ready to welcome the world to worth. So that's a monumental, this is a monumental uh, push. Yes, this is quite an undertaking. Um, And it's really another thing that's unusual, I think, is, you know, we're a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. We're mission driven. We're not very big. Um, I mean, we're not small, but we are not, you know... We're a small nonprofit relative to the to the amount of work that we do. And to be hosting an international competition, I mean, this is not typical for a nonprofit right. to take on something of this size. So um, it's it's been a big lift for us. There's obviously some stress around the lack of snow. 
Um, but I feel very confident that we will be able to make a course. I, you know, I can't guarantee snow for all the spectators, but I can guarantee <laughs> or hope, knock on proverbial wood, uh, I can guarantee a course for the skiers. I had read a quote that you said that this will be an elite event without elitism. That's I right. Would, I would love for you to kind of describe that. Well, I've, you know, cross-country skiing is an elite sport, right? It's expensive to partake in, um, or can be, the equipment, et cetera. And then just these athletes are at an elite level just by the fact that they are, you know, participating in a sport. <laughs> yeah. in, uh, the highest in a level world cup. Of, of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're elite skiers. But this organization is very grounded in our values and in on assuring that everything that we do is accessible um, to all. So we, we really approach this as an opportunity to model how you can organize uh, a seemingly elite sporting event in the spirit of community. And that's why we have artists involved. That's why it's free. General admission tickets are free. We wanted people to be able to come and experience this. And we're partnering with a lot of community partners who will be on site with Northside food vendors. You know, we just really want this to feel as grassroots and real as possible while at the same time, and this is the beauty of the Lopet and the beauty of Theodore Wirth, welcome Olympic skiers to a world-class ski course that is used by kids from North Minneapolis, adults from across the metro. You know, this, yeah. this place is special and... Um, I've always believed you can find a balance between the elitism, quote unquote, and uh, this community, which is just embraces a love for the outdoors. Yeah. So as we talk about community, this isn't going to happen without the help of community. What is it that you need maybe from some of us out here that might have some free time that might be able to help kind of help you pull this off? So folks are welcome to come uh, check out to visit Lopit Cup. Dot com where you can learn about volunteer opportunities, where you can learn about ways to get engaged. You know, we've been very blessed that uh, over over a thousand people have signed up to volunteer with the oh. World Cup, so we are not hurting for volunteers. Yeah. Um, but you know, anyone's help is always welcome. And frankly, if you have any means, I think right now, you know, our biggest need, like with any nonprofit, is we need to expand our donor base because what we're doing is not, there's a common misperception that because we are on public land that we are publicly subsidized, but we are not. We do not receive dollars from the city or the state to do what we do. I mean, we receive some grants. You know, we have some mm -hmm. city and state grant funding, but we, we don't receive funding to groom these trails. We don't receive funding to offer the winter rec opportunities that we do. Um, we're completely dependent on philanthropic support. And so, you know, if you have $5 around this holiday season, send them to the low bit because we're really working hard to make this city, and especially if you're in Minneapolis or the surrounding areas, I think we're very unique. I think we offer a very unique opportunity for folks, and we can't do it alone. Okay, so speaking about kind of that fundraising piece, don't you have a large oh, fundraiser coming up yes, that we sometimes call the most magical <laughs> night of the year? It is the most magical night of the year, yes. So the Luminary Lopet, which is our largest fundraiser of the year. So some other, you know, nonprofits put on galas. We put on the Luminary, which for folks who have not been is the Lake of the Isles is transformed. Oh, so beautiful. It's transformed. It's not like one or two luminaries. No. We're talking about thousands of ice luminaries 
beautiful features, hanging globes. I mean, y- you can't really describe it. No, you it can't. is indescribable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hope folks will, will attend that. I know last year we had to reschedule it, um, but this year we feel very confident that we'll be able to put on the luminary. I know, again, We'll see what conditions allow for. Maybe it'll be not directly on the lake, but you know, if we get some prolonged cold, we'll be in good shape. And I really encourage people to get their tickets because it always sells out. People are always disappointed if they can't mm-hmm. come. So, lobit.org, get your tickets. Like, get them now while they're still cheaper because the price increases the closer we get to the event. Um, and we, we, it is. Again, I feel like it's the greatest gift we give Minneapolis. If oh. you if you have not been to the Luminary, you just got to go check it out. I you just I, I would say that even if I had no affiliation mm-hmm. with the Lobit. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I was just my husband and I were somewhere and we were taught we talk about the different years. Like, oh, remember that year that it was yeah, yeah. here? Remember that year when we did this? Remember that year when you know it? Like, it ends up becoming part of like your family's story almost yes. if you start doing it from year to year oh I think we have folks you know now it's close to 20 years so we definitely have kids who've grown up at the luminary and people it is their family tradition people buy it for their holiday gifts for people you know it's such a, again entirely unique and so beautiful it's so rare to get to experience the city at night in that mm-hmm. way Really, like, to come together as a community at night, and uh, there's really nothing like it. Yeah. Well, and it's so well-organized, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you know exactly where to go. You Like, the directions are, like, impeccable. Like, it is just, it's a very well-put-on event. That's right. And yeah. you can ski, you can walk, yeah. you know, and you can see as much or as little of it as you or your little ones can manage. Yeah. So, it's, we strive to make it truly the most magical night of the year. Yeah. Okay, so I have a question about you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you are the, like, just a shining light. You are so positive. You are just always, I mean, if you, if people come here, they're usually going to hear your voice. <laughs> well, that's just because I'm loud, Jody. My voice carries. I'm from the South. That's so, <laughs> okay, it may carry. But you're also a really good example, too, of, I don't know, I mean, you know, if anyone sees you on social media, like, you do really fun things outside. You always have a smile on your face. Even here at the Lopet, like, when I come to events, you're always present, you know, you're the one that's like ringing the bell or, you know, talking in the mic or shooting the first like snow, like snow coming out of the canyon or whatever. Like you're very involved in this organization and very positive. Like how do you maintain that positivity amongst sort of the uncertainty that kind of is flowing into like our weather patterns and the things that like are kind of dependent, you know? Oh, well, first of all, thank you. That's very sweet to say. It's, I love being the cheerleader for the Lopin. That's really how I see myself. And it's funny, I was shopping last night for, for some holiday gifts and I walked into a store and they were like, oh, you're that woman who's always yelling at the Lopin races. I was like, yes, yes, that, that's an accurate description of my role. Um, you know, I think we can't, for me personally, um, this moment we are called to reflect joy i think because so many things around us are not reflecting that and you know i feel very strongly that we're going to have to meet this moment i mean in 20 years we may not be making snow you know it may not even be worth that level of investment i think that we have to radically consider 
how we are going to approach winter, how we're going to approach community. And the thing that keeps me positive is the love that I see out here. I mean, Mm. I see kids connecting, not on their devices, like really, truly being present with each other. I see older folks. We have a group that comes in um, every week, and they play cards, and one of their members is 100 years old. Mm. And, you know, I think there's so few spaces left for people to truly connect with each other, to be, you know, you don't walk into the trailhead and see a bunch of people on their computers the way you do in most coffee shops. Like we don't have civic places where we gather and celebrate the outdoors, each other. And frankly, that's going to save us. I mean, the outdoors will save us. And I believe that with all my being. And so, um, I think I, I probably have some staff who would challenge you that I am always super positive, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, and certainly some family members who might, but, uh, I do try as hard as I can to model, um, enthusiasm and, and love, frankly, because that's what's here. And I want people to see that reflected back to them. Claire. (laughs) I love you even more now. (laughs) Um, is there anything else? I, I guess with that, um, one of the questions I have is wh- where you see sort of the responsibility of an organization like yours with regards to climate, yeah. education, yes. sustainability, all that kind of stuff, given that it is so interconnected with what you do. What's happening around that? Thanks so much for asking about that. So we started about a year ago what we call LEAP, the Lopet Environmental Action Program, And this is a very active group of staff, community members, board members, and others who are looking at ways for the LOPIT to become more sustainable, um, more climate positive, and ultimately to try to offset some of the carbon footprint that we have from snowmaking, Mm -hmm. which is significant. Um, And so uh, we we have joined a solar garden. We have... We are in a deep partnership with Green Minneapolis to offset our carbon footprint through reforestation of urban areas, so, and in particular, parkland. Mm-hmm. So we're working with them on reforesting Theodore Worth, so planting a tree. Um, folks, can, folks who are going to come to the Lopit Cup have an opportunity to purchase an off- carbon offset for their travel. Um, we are looking at different ways to make the trailhead itself more efficient. Um, and then, you know, we are just deeply committed to continuing to explore alternative fuel options for our vehicles. You know, we operate piston bullies. We all, you know, snowmobiles. We're going to have Taiga, who operates an electric snowmobile, will be here at the World Cup to kind of show off that. Mm. And so we are just exploring every way that we can try to have a positive impact on the environment um, and protect our winters, but also you know, again, radically think about what we may need to do differently because I'm not sure, and I think probably most climate experts, I mean, I'm just mimicking what they're saying, yeah. but I'm not sure anything that we can do right now will stop what's about to happen in terms of the loss of our winter. So right. we just have to get very real about that and decide what we can do now. And what you can do now is get your fix yes. of winter. Come get your snow on. on. Get your snow on. Cross-country ski, that tubing hill, I'm going to bring my kids tonight, I think. Everybody should yeah. come too. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, any parting words? I think just for folks to know that I every day someone walks into the trailhead and says, I can't, I can't believe I didn't know this place was here. Mm. So if you can hear, if you're listening to this podcast and you have not visited the trailhead in Theodore Worth Park, I just 
encourage you to do so. If you need a shot of something very unique where you can be surrounded by nature, surrounded by snow, um, and surrounded by a community that's really committed to being connected, you should come check us out. We Do This For Fun is brought to you by Boreal, a catalyst for wellness transformation inspired by the beauty of the North. Boreal helps people find and align with nature to power individual health and wellness. Wellness coaching, plant-based and outdoor cooking classes, camping wellness retreats, and more. Learn more at Boreal.com. That's B-O-R-E-A-L-L-E.com. It would mean so much to us if you would follow and subscribe to the We Do This For Fun show page on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's easy. Just hit the plus sign or click on follow. many of you read reviews for outdoor gear to help make purchases for your outdoor adventures. The more reviews, the more likely you are to purchase or take a brand seriously. It's like that with podcasts too. We'd love for you to give us a five-star review. And after you've done that, just share a quick comment about what you like about We Do This For Fun. Please share our episodes. Help us make an impact because everyone deserves to have fun out there.